Hello there. Welcome to the very first episode of How Do You Write? I'm your host, Rachel Heron. On this podcast, I'll be talking to authors about how they write, what their process is, and how their lives fit together. This is not a perfect podcast because we're not perfect people. I talk too fast and my animals make too much noise. You might hear from them time to time. It's not highly engineered or produced and we'll keep each episode short so you can get back to writing. So who's the guest today? I am. This is how you will learn what kind of format we're going to be looking at. This is short, sharp, in, out, get the goods and go. So my name is Rachel Heron, and I got my Master of Fine Arts from Mills College in Oakland, California, and that was great. Learned a lot from the critique process, and then I proceeded not to write at all for about seven years. Okay, that's not true. I didn't write seriously. I was constantly starting the next great American novel and not finishing it. I was constantly producing a lot of terrible pages, feeling horrible about myself and not writing for the next three months after which I would start the process all over again. I wanted to be a writer so badly I could taste it every minute of the day. Uh, instead though, I answered 911 for a living for the fire department doing fire medical dispatching, which was a great job to get stories about humanity. Every time I picked up the phone, there was a new story, a new tragedy, something that I felt I could mine later. I was learning about the human condition. Yeah, that was great, but I wasn't writing. In 2006, I heard about National Novel Writing Month, NaNoWriMo. I know that you're well familiar with this, but if you're not, it's a one month long challenge in the month of November to write a novel of approximately or exactly, I should say, 50,000 words. It's a pretty short novel, but hey, it's a novel. It's more writing than a lot of people have ever done. I thought it was a ridiculous idea. I heard about it on Halloween 2006, and I said only a terrible writer would do something like that. Only an awful writer would try to write a novel in a month. And uh, the next second, of course, I was signing up and trying to come up with a plot. I knew that if I was going to start a book the next day on November 1st, I would have to write something that I loved that was easy for me to dive into. So instead of writing the great American literary novel, I decided to write a romance novel about knitters. I'm a knitter and I love romance. So I tossed off this novel I wrote 1,667 words a day, which is the nano goal. And at the end of the month, I had 50,000 and something like three words. And I stopped writing, put it away for a few months, didn't think about it again. I thought it was just a lark, something I would never look at again. But when I did look at it, it turned out to be the best writing I'd ever done because I had been so comfortable in my writing skin while I was writing it. From National Novel Writing Month, I learned that my process is to write hard and fast, really, really, really crappy first drafts. I learned from Nano that editing is my friend, and that novel actually went on to be my first sold novel. It attracted my agent. She sold it in a three-book deal to HarperCollins at auction, which really was kind of the fairy tale come true. Since then, I have written something like 13 or 14, maybe 15 books, um, three literary novels, closer to the great American novel that I wanted to write. I've written about 10 or so 
feminist romances that I'm really proud of. I love love and I love writing about strong women loving strongly. And I've written one memoir that's out with Chronicle, currently published by Random House Australia. I am hybrid. I am both publishing in the traditional world and I am self-publishing. So I know a bit about that. And that's me. My latest book that came out in March from Penguin is called The Ones Who Matter Most. And it's a story about friendship and class differences in the city where I live, which is Oakland, California. Okay, so on every episode, I'm going to ask the guests similar questions. They might vary a little bit from time to time. So the first question, what is the best time of day for you to write? I always think that the way I do things is the best way, and I bet that you do too. I love being challenged in that, so that's kind of why I'm asking these questions. The best time of day for me to write is early in the morning when I'm freshest, when my brain has just woken up from sleep. A long time ago, I used to get up before work at four in the morning and come to my desk all sleepy and groggy and the coffee's fresh, and I would kind of attack my writing with this sleepy half brain that would wake up into full brain. And for me, that is really my ideal time of day. However, now that I'm a full-time writer, I do know that I can write in the afternoon. I can write in the evening, although honestly, writing in the evening is a real chore for me. I find it hard to string sentences together at that time of night. At any time after 6 p.m., it's kind of hard for me to do that, although I will do it if I'm on deadline. Okay, so the next question is, what secret writing tip of awesomeness did you discover the hard way? That is easy. I learned the hard way that revision is actually the best part of everything. It's the best part of writing. We all write badly, all of us. If you write a perfect first draft, then I hate you and you're not allowed to listen to this podcast, so get out. All right, we're waiting for you, goodbye. Okay, everybody else, huddle up. Writing is hard, writing sucks, and writing first drafts, you come up with a lot of crap. I had to learn by finishing a novel and by revising it, that revision really is the best part. I think that if I hadn't done NaNoWriMo, I would still be sitting at my desk, struggling to write a gorgeous first draft, which for me, in my process, which is what this podcast is all about, is entirely 100% impossible. The next question is, how do you refill the creative well? Okay, so a long time ago, I read the book, The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron, and she talks a lot of, in that book about refilling the artist's well of creativity within themselves. Uh, you may have read this book in the 90s. You may have come back to it recently. It's a really fun, kind of feel-good, hands-on primer of creativity. It gets a lot of flack that I don't think it deserves. Um, I loved that book. So, but Julia Cameron says that you need to take yourself as an artist seriously and gift to yourself things that make you feel good, that make you feel creative, that bring you back to where you want to be. You can't write all the time. You can't paint all the time. You can't be a creative person all the time. You have to bring art into your soul in order to put it in our case as writers onto the page. So the way I refill the creative well, 
I would love to tell you that I go for long walks on the beach, that I throw the stick over and over to my dogs. Um, but honestly, my way of refilling the creative well is super simple. It is lying in my bed and it's yes, it's usually my bed, not the couch, not the divan that my dog is lying on right now, but in my bed because it feels kind of decadent and reading. All I want to do is read. Basically, the perfect life for me is writing in the morning and reading all afternoon. Mostly, of course, that doesn't happen. There's way too much to do. But the more I read, the better I write. And interestingly, the more I write, the more I want to read. It's as if when I'm expending these words, when I'm putting them on the page, pouring them out of myself, I have to fill them back in somehow. And reading is my way of doing that. And the next question is, give us a quick craft tip. Okay, so my craft tip is super specific and I don't actually remember where I grabbed it from, um, but I think it's kind of common sense, but it took me a while to get to it. Basically, I do this word map for each character. If my character is a sailor, I write out all the words, kind of like a free brainstorm thing on the page where you write down boat and wave and shore and drown and perhaps it gets pretty dark for a while, perhaps it doesn't. You write all those words down and you have them with you. On a third or fourth revision through the book, go ahead and add those words in when we are in the sailor's point of view. He's not going to think that a surprise is electrifying, say. He's going to feel as if the world moves under his feet, an invisible swell rolls underneath him. You know what I mean? It's a really simple, easy way to get voice, to nail voice, and to always, always bring it back to your character. So that is my quick craft tip. And the last question is, what would you like to plug right now? Well, my friends, I'd like to plug this podcast. Hello, you're here. That's great. You did it. I guess the other thing that I can plug is The Ones Who Matter Most, which came out in March 2016. I'm very proud of this book. And uh, okay, so I just started over. Um, I just held up this book for those of you who are watching on YouTube, The Ones Who Matter Most, and I said something offhand about, I'm very proud of this book, yada yada, great, that's what authors say. You know what? This book was so hard for me to write. I swear to God, it almost killed me. I couldn't stand it most of the time I was writing it. I was really fond of the characters, Fernanda and Abby, and the friendship that they came to but I never knew where the book was going and I never knew what the point of the book was I hated it and it's been my best reviewed book ever after my final draft I loved the book I was completely in love with it but I don't think I've ever fought with a book so hard and I kind of wonder if that's why it is possibly my best work is it true that our best work is our hardest one. I don't even know if I can agree with that. It is the case in this book, but I would love to hear your thoughts on that. So you can drop me a line about that. The thing is, this podcast is to talk about process. 
I found that when I listen to podcasts, when I read books about other writers, what I really skim to, what I flip to, what I want to hear about is really, how do you do it? Do you use a pen? Do you use a computer? Do you write early in the morning? Do you write in the middle of the night? I wanted to hear more about that and I assume that you do too. Thank you so much for joining me on this inaugural episode of How Do You Write? You can reach me on Twitter where I live or Facebook where I don't or shoot me an email at rachel at rachelheron.com. You can also support my Patreon and get essays on living the creative life for as little as a dollar an essay. Just go to patreon.com backslash rachel and now go to your desk and perform some of your own writing feats of daring do. Create your own process. Get to writing, my friends. Mm-hmm.